You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. out here today uh, to talk about Penn State basketball. Uh, it's been about 103 days, right Chelsea? 103 days that we're on the job and uh, it's as exciting as, as the first day I got here. Uh, it's been a, it's been a awesome journey so far, been a lot of fun and uh, we put this, put this group together and, and we've been working hard here for a couple weeks and uh, we're building the foundation of our program. Uh, with a lot of hard work, with a lot of time sp- uh, spent with each other, and uh, working on the things that uh, can, sh- you know, show up uh, uh, basketball season time. So uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, effort on and off the court to uh, to build this the right way uh, with our stamp on it. Mark, Andrew, John. Hey, Mike. It's Mark. Brandon from Lines Two Four Seven. Um, you talked about uh, everybody kind of getting here. At what point did you have your entire team together? And can you talk about how critical these weeks and then the weeks leading, uh, going through the summer, are going to be and everybody kind of getting to know each other, know what they're all about, that sort of thing? Yeah, so the the final, Broggy was the final last Monday, was it? I think last Monday he got here, couldn't get on the court till Wednesday. Um, so we had a few practices, uh, workouts without him. But he's, we have everybody now, so uh, we'll we'll work out all the way up until uh, August fifth, and then we'll depart for Bahamas and play two games down there. So um, we got everybody um, this this summer. I always say when you take over a new job, um, the the number one thing is as, as a coaching staff that you gotta you gotta build trust with with the new players, trust with all the players. To build trust takes time and communication, and it's our job as a coaching staff to create the time and communicate with our players at a high level and allow our players to communicate among each other. And I think they've done a great job of it. I think our staff's done a great job of it. We've done some things off the court to put us together, uh, but just also grabbing two or three guys, bringing them in the office, uh, going on the court, shooting with them and talking to them. I've been very happy with everybody's approach and commitment to that, building building relationships and trust. Coach Andrew Clay, WTAJ, Nittany Nation. Uh, question is, when you bring essentially 15 guys together who have never been together before, what is the bigger challenge, getting them together on the court or off the court? Oh, off the court. Basketball is the easy part, because that's why we're all here. Uh, basketball is what brought us all together, so we all love basketball. That's the easy one. It's off the court. It's dealing with... Uh, different ages of, of young men, uh, different personalities. Um, some guys are a little further along in, in, in life than, than others. But that's the neat thing for me, is getting getting Puff Johnson to look after Broggy, because he's an upperclassman, uh, getting getting uh, Ace uh, to, to communicate with Quadis, because uh, they only knew each other through AU basketball and playing against each other. Now they're teammates. And I just think that's that's what's really cool uh, about putting a new team together is the relationships you could help foster and, and build, and, and our guys are doing that. It's been 
there's been a lot of positive vibes from that. Uh, guys just spend a lot of time together, and uh, they've had some uh, away from the coaches times that they were they've been together. Uh, I, I think is how you build a team. And like John Sauber sent it yeah. in times. Uh, how is Ace as a leader, and has the team kind of taken him in as the leader because he's the guy that's been with you for so long and kind of led that team last year? He's yeah, like he's sort of the. He knows what to expect, John. Like so, that part of it is is there. And Nick too. Uh, some some of our drills, they jump to the front of the line. Uh, you know the lingo, the terminology. They'll explain it to the other guys, uh, which is great. Um, but you know, Ace has a just a great feel with people. Um, I just think he does a good job of knowing how to get along with people. And uh, Ace doesn't uh, doesn't pull any punches either. Um, he, he wants to win, and, and his competitiveness, I think, really leaks to everybody else. And guys know that, that, hey, if you want to be accepted. I, I think Kanye's like that, too. He's a super competitive kid. So those two guys, if you're on their team, uh, they're leading by example and by competitiveness, which is great. And I think both of those guys have done that. Uh, you know, Ace just knows what, what I want or how we do some things. And he and Nick have both have helped the team with that. Allie Ruby, AC27. Hey, how are you? Great. Has the job lived up to the hype? It was easy to say, hey, I'm excited about coming back to Pennsylvania, but now you've been in it for a couple months. Are you feeling the support in the athletic department? Is this still a place you're excited to be the head coach? Of? Oh, absolutely. I, I didn't come back here because it's my home state. I came back here because I want to win. And I want to win in the Big Ten. I want to win at a cool university like Penn State. Uh, the neat thing about it is I was able to come home and uh, all the friends that I've run into. Uh, I ran into uh, one of my high school teammates that's working here on campus. I didn't see him for 15 years, maybe even longer. I ran into one of my other teammates in high school who I graduated with. He works here uh, in the OPP and I haven't seen him since graduation. Think about that. Since high school graduation, that's a long time. So those things are neat. The people from home I've run into. Uh, probably my favorite thing is all the high school coaches that I've known for a long, long time because I've always recruited Pennsylvania, uh, talking with them, communicating with them even more than I have in the past. Uh, that, that has been really neat. So yeah, am I, am I still excited? Probably more excited. I'm more excited because of the, the guys are here and I like this group and the way they've worked and the way they've gotten along uh, to start this summer has me even more excited. Mike, uh, Daniel Gannon, Mines 24-7. Uh, what have been the, the early impressions of, of Puff, uh, you know, getting him on yeah. campus, on the court, and with him coming home you know, to Pennsylvania, what do you think that means to him? Well, he's maybe one of the most excited players on our team. Like he's, he's excited to be back at, in, at, in Pennsylvania, closer to home. He's a high-level kid on and off the court. He's, uh, he gets it. He's just can tell he's been around a basketball family he's been around basketball he, he knows what what's important on a team it's just a high level kid and to have that in your first year and the transfer in I think will really help us he plays and practices very very hard we don't have to tell him to practice really hard we don't have to tell him to play hard that's you know that's nowadays that's that's a gift uh, he does it at a high level and he's very very coachable so uh, he can you know he sort of from the first day, he grabbed a couple of the new guys. He, even though he is a new guy, he grabbed a couple just because he's more mature, uh, has a great feel. So I, I, 
I'm going to ask a lot of him in so many different ways. He's had a really good start to his summer. I've been really, really excited about him. Hey, Coach, Jacob Hall, WGAL in Lancaster. So my question to you is, so you bring in a lot of transfers. How is your staff selective about bringing in the right guys to fit the program and what you're trying to build here? Yeah, that was everything, um, honestly. We wanted to get the best players we could, but most importantly, that fit what we want to do in our, as I call it, our family. The guys that, guys are going to play for the name on the, on the front more than the name on the back. Make some, be, be about something that's bigger than ourselves. That's just, that's just me, that's just us, and some guys want to do that, some guys don't. We want to try to identify those guys that want to do that and be a part of something that they're going to be very, very proud of for a long time. I've always been that way. I have no problem to say, no, we're going to pass on that guy because he doesn't fit us. Because um, I, I've always believed in the, in the craziest time or the most intense time or when you need those guys the most, they're not right. And I want to play against those guys. And I've always felt that way. And so uh, it was very important that we got the right pieces. It was very important that we got uh, roster depth, meaning we didn't want to have a ton of grad transfers or a ton of new freshmen or sophomores. We wanted to have some class balance. We also wanted to have depth overall so we could play multiple guys, a lot of guys, and play guys that can play, you know, be versatile players and play multiple positions. So, you know, we, we put all those stuff in order, but the, we had to make sure it was a fit for me, a fit for our staff, and for what our program is trying to do moving forward. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Mark and then Joe. Hey, Coach. Uh, Mark Logan, or Paul Penn State at SI.com. Following up on that, how did they demonstrate their fit? How did the, the transfer players that you brought in been able to demonstrate their fit? And what, I guess, what's the common denominator that they may all share? Well, I think they work really hard. Um, the the neat thing for me, Mark, was very early in the you know the first week of the summer. They they were in the gym. They were living in the gym. They're uh, even now that we're doing a lot of morning stuff and then afternoon stuff. They're coming back at night, and, and some of the guys are getting extra lifts in. So some guys are doing extra conditioning on their own. That's a really good sign. It's not just a lift in the morning, a, a, a practice, 40 minute workout or an hour practice, and then they bolt and you don't see them again. That's not the case. Uh, the other thing that I like is there's just not one guy going out the door. There's six or seven of them at a time going out the door. Four guys are going to eat together. That's that's very important. And that's that's the stuff I've seen early, which, which are positives for sure. Hi, Mike. Uh, Joe Smelter, Nindy Sports Now. Hey, Joe. Hey. Um, obviously, hiring Joe Crispin was something that excited a lot of people because of what he meant to this program as a player. But over the past few months, um, how has your relationship grown? And I know it's early, but throughout practices and everything uh, going on in the summer, what has his influence been on this program so far? Oh, it's been great. Um, number one is his connection to the Penn State family and the Penn State community 
has helped all of us on our staff just meet people. That's that's been great. And Joe's just and he's gotten people back in the fold that maybe haven't been around for a while. So that that that's been huge. But for me personally, he and I see the game very similar. You know, we uh, uh, we're we're competitive and confident. Uh, basketball people I think and so we see things through the same lens and I think that's important but he also he, he sees some as we built this program over time uh, as we do uh, he's got to bring new stuff to, uh, to our program all the time and he's already done that and I love it um, and I value our staff's opinions uh, and I'll, I have no problem using them in the moment and uh, Joe's bringing that and I want that so uh, you don't know if an opinion or a suggestion works if you don't try it. We, we're going to try them, and Joe has a bunch of them, and we want them. Coach, Andrew Buckman, Daily Collegian. Uh, where do you think your program is in terms of NIL, and how do you think you can improve? We're, we're decent with the NIL, right? We've we made it a we made it an emphasis. Uh, I want to be here if that wasn't important to our to our athletics and to our program, um, and. and it's been, it's been something that uh, is of importance. It's not the number one thing on our list, uh, because if if the number one thing on your list is how big of an NIL you want to get, then don't come to Penn State and play for us, because we want you to come here to be, to be an awesome student, the best basketball player you could be, and try to win, try to win big, and try to go be a pro. That the the real money's on the back end. That's what I'm gonna tell our guys all the time. But. Uh, look, we know the world we live in. Uh, to be competitive, we have to have a strong NIL, and uh, we've put in thing, we've put in things in place that have helped that quickly, and and I'm very proud of that. Uh, but we're going to do it the right way. And uh, if a recruit's first line to me is how much I'm moving on, we'll find other people. Um, there's a lot of good players out there. Coach Bob Ide from Fox 56 up in Scranton and Wilkes-Barre. We met at the, uh, yes, we did. the Penn State alumni. Good to see you, Bob. Good to you, too. Um, talk to me about Leo Boyle. What have you seen from him in practice, and where does he fit in your team? Well, he can really shoot, so we like that. Uh, and he's tough, two things. So what he lacks in foot speed, he makes up in toughness and, and skill. Um, he's you, you can tell already that uh, he's a very good teammate. Um, he's always around different guys all the time. What I love about Leo, he is confident and sure of who he is, not trying to be somebody else now that he's here at Penn State in the Big Ten. Uh, I tell him every day, just be Leo, but be ready to shoot the ball. And he's, he's been great. He works really hard. Uh, the guys really respect him. Uh, great example for Leo. You have great timing with that question. Practice yesterday. I was leaving here last night about 10.30, and he was in the gym with a GA getting shots up. That's Leo. Hey Mike. What's up, Nate? Hey, Nate Bauer from Blue White Illustrated. Um, when you're when you're finding guys through the transfer portal, obviously the things that you're looking at are, are mostly film. I assume has the film matched up with what you've seen from those players on the court? Yeah, it, the film. There's a lot of the guys we knew about, and then there were some that we didn't. That's when you have to take that deep dive, right? I, Demarco Dunn, I recruited to VCU very hard, so I, we knew that we recruited. We tried to recruit Prof. He blew up quick, but we recruited Cam when I was at Rice. So there was some prior relationships and some work we've done with these guys before they committed to their first school. Some of the other guys, it was people we knew that recommended it, that 
Um, I want to see it with my own eyes, but and then the deep dive in the tape and um, you know Ray Q was an example talking to people. People told me about him. I, I got really really excited about him. Spent a lot of time on the phone with him, but we had other guys on our staff take a deep dive and watch and tape, calling other people, people in the league that played against them, get those scouting reports. I mean, we asked schools for their scouting report on Ray Q and, and stuff like that, and we've gone, you, you go back, you, you find their history. So there's a lot of things on the internet you can find people's history, and we did that uh, in this as well. And it also helped us to find out, you know, we might move on from this guy or that guy. Coach, back here on this gym, Andrew from WTAJ Nittany Nation. Uh, talking about some of the, the guys, Broggy probably has the most unique story to get here, the most unique recruiting process. Can you talk a little bit about him and, and going to Iceland to get someone? Yeah, well, we didn't go to Iceland, but I'm going to go there one of these days. Um, so Broggy's brother, John Axel Gunnison, was a starting point guard at Davidson when I was at VCU. He was player uh, player of the year in the 8-10, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 1920 maybe that season. He played uh, in Italy this past year professionally. He was a heck of a player at Davidson. So Brandon Rozell, our director of recruiting, he played in Iceland. So there's connections he has and talking. We were looking at some international uh, players and Broggy's name came in front of us as soon as I saw his last name. We figured it out, it was John Axel's little brother. Usually a little brother's cocky, tough, and a good player. And um, that's where all that started. And his parents were both players of the national team in Iceland. Um, Broggy is, is going to be a good He's got to get stronger like all freshmen in college. But he's a talented, talented wing, good size, really good feel. And he's from a basketball family. So that's where that came about. But we didn't get to do a home visit in Iceland. But we're going to work on that. Can I come? Possibly. Thank you. Mike, it, it, it had been a while over here. Where are we at? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, Penn State had, had one guy drafted, I think, this century before this year. What does it mean for the program, even though those guys didn't necessarily play for you, to have two guys go and then to be able to turn on a summer league game and see three former Penn State players kind of competing out there, just in terms of selling it as a place where guys could come to get to that level? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it is, that you can come to Penn State and be a pro. Uh, because you have the stage. Now what we want to do is we want to make it successful winning basketball. Uh, I'm not sure those guys get drafted if they didn't have the season they had as a team. Because at the next level, no matter how good of a player you are, can you impact winning? GMs want guys that are going to help the team win and help the team get to the playoffs and help the team win a world championship in the NBA. That's, no matter what, that's what they want. Um, so. You know, Seth and, and, and Pick, I mean, very good players, but then they they capped off their careers at Penn State with, with, with wins, with success, and that makes it even more appealing to the next level, to, to the pro level. So, uh, but it just shows that, yeah, you can do it at Penn State. You could be, you could play in the NBA from Penn State. Uh, you want the opportunity, uh, you want the development, and you want the stage, and we could provide all three of that, those things for, for our guys. In the back again, you've had to rebuild the roster. You're coming off of a, a successful end of last season for this program. Now you've seen the guys a little bit together. What's realistic for, for fans to expect this season? Where are you setting the bar for this team? Still to be determined because we've 
but I'll know that here in a couple more weeks where how I feel um, I love how hard we compete I love how hard we practice so far um, I really like how well these guys get along I think that's really important uh, your, your first year trying to build build your mentality um, I really like our guard play uh, it's probably a little bit better than I thought it would be um, I, I, I want I hope we're a better shooting team than I thought I and mean, we have some guys that are really shooting the ball well right now but you know the bleachers aren't pulled out as I say the lights aren't on so that that's different you know the biggest thing is it's easy in the summer because there's no adversity now the next few weeks here going to the Bahamas I'll create a lot more adversity for our guys so that will that will I'll understand our team a little bit better with that. Uh, the adversity uh, that occurs in preseason, especially preseason and when the season starts, when you go on the road or you get down, you know, 10, 12, 15 points and you find out what your team's all about. But I, I'm pleasantly surprised or I, I'm pleasantly, ex I'm excited, but I also know that I've been doing this long enough. So there's teams you love early that you don't like at the end and vice versa. or. There's somebody that you're not sure about right now and they surprise the heck out of you. Uh, there's, a, there's an upperclassman that, that, that uh, you know, just buys into it a little bit more and figures it out and gives you a great boost. So, you know, it's always, it, you know, I always say that everything is hills, hills and valleys all the time and, and uh, you just gotta keep, keep going, keep pushing each other. It's always about moving forward in the summer. Everybody get a little bit better this week. Let's get a little bit better as a team. Let's find out more about each other. So, but I do, uh, I'm, you know, I don't care what other people think about our program. We got to establish our program. But what I do know is that, that I, I like the group we have and uh, I like to see how much, you know, how good we can be. Mike, now that you have the roster finalized and you've had some weeks to work with these guys, what do you expect the strengths and weaknesses of this team offensively to be? Strengths offensively, I, I think we have guys can make some plays with the ball in their hands, um, without a doubt. Uh, we are shooting the ball pretty well right now, so I like that a lot. Um, I think guys are doing a good good job, especially early as a new team, sharing the basketball. I think that could be a weapon for us. That ball's hot, and then, and, and lots of different guys are making different plays for each other. Um, Offense, uh, you know, we, we, we got to be, we got to finish better at the rim. And not, I don't mean big guys, I mean everybody. Um, we have guys that can really drive it, and I think guys that can get to the rim. But uh, I think we got to fit in the A area, as I call it. Uh, the NBA calls the A area around the rim. We got to be better finishers in the A area um, against contact and stuff like that. Uh, and then, you know, just, we're just learning how to play defense the way we play defense. You know, that that's always takes time, but we'll get them right there. Time for two more, Andrew and then Daniel. Coach, how is the recruiting process different with the VCU guys, and then how is it different from the first time you recruited them? Well, you you already you have established relationships um, with both with both Ace and Nick. We have great relationships with them, um, meaningful relationships. Um, it was just real talk. Um, they they knew I was going to Penn State. We were going to Penn State, and and 
once they went into the portal, it was, is we love to have you. Uh, that part of we, we we recruited them. We we talked to them a lot. Uh, there was a lot of communication because other people were doing doing the same. So, um, their my relationship with Ace is well past basketball now. It's it's well past basketball. Yeah, he is my you know one of my point guards, and we've won a lot of games together. Uh, but I want to see that dude succeed in life. Um, that's really, really important to me. And uh, every phase of his life, he's improved on since he's been with us. And, and and I'm really proud of him for that. Nick, you know, Nick's still a young one of the younger guys, but um, Nick is one of uh, one of my favorite guys I've ever coached because he's so coachable. He's so into the team. He just wants to win. So that's a culture guy, right? People call them uh, culture guys, and so. And I think the relationship with Nick and his family is beyond basketball. And we're gonna, we're, you know, one thing I always promise parents is we're gonna take care of their health, make sure they're safe, and their wellness is a priority to us. I think they believe that, and and he wanted to be with us to continue all that. And he's he's having an, an awesome summer. Um, this is the best I've ever seen Nick Kerr play. But he's happy. He's really happy, and he's doing great in school. And that's why you go to college to keep moving forward. So, so it, it was. We still had to recruit him, but you know that prior relationship was so important. Last question, Dana. Mike, uh, Favor and Demetrius are, are two guys that didn't play a lot of basketball as freshmen last year. What goes into developing them this summer to get to the point where they can be contributors this winter? And and what does having Q this year? How does that help them uh, develop? What can he do as a veteran? Yeah, with, with Q, it just, as I say, use your veteran savvy to help these guys, right? He, he has a lot of miles on that body and a lot of experience, so share it with everybody. So the, the, the little things you can help Meech and Fave with will help us. Uh, both of those guys uh, play really hard. The, Meech is in the best shape of his life. So I pretty much told Meech when you go home, if you don't come back, in the best shape of your life, you'll probably never get on the court. And he came back in the best shape of his life, and he's having a great summer. I'm really proud of him. I'm really proud of him. Fave, you know, Fave is still new to the game. Um, he's he's figuring it out, but he plays with a great motor for a guy 6'11", and really long and athletic, and he really moves well. And I love versatile big guys that can move. He just has to learn the, the intricacies of the game. Uh, um, don't foul so much. Stay between your man and the ball. Don't try to make a home run play every time. But most freshmen are like that. Rocky's doing the same thing. They're trying to make home runs plays all the time. Just keep the game simple. Um, but both of those guys, Meech and Fave, have they're very coachable. They they want to do well. Uh, they're good teammates, and they play with with good motors. And, and I think you know guys with size that play with good motors the way we play that that that's really going to help our team. Thank you, Coach. All right, we'll see you guys in practice. Thanks, Mike. Thank you.